now proudly presented on SNME. That's Sunday night's main event. Patreon and free feed. Three, two, one. <clears throat> hey guys, what's going on? It's your host, your boy, George Mackay, back here on the MLW Rewind. And as you know, I never do this alone. I always do this with my one and only life partner. Not my, like, partner, not wife. Partner. Not my wife. I love You're my married. Wife. Yeah. I mean, Rob, though, does have a nice full beard. I appreciate the beard. <laughs> um. Uh. Anyways, I got off kilter there for a second. The one and only Uncle Bobby B. Say what's up to the oh, people, yeah. Bobby what is up to the people how you doing people what's happening out there in uh mlw land what's happening is that days away yes that's right days away this will drop tomorrow and we will be two days out from mlw one shot and this card is stacked packed and racked i think we've said this before on almost every mlw pay-per-view these cards they've been putting together these dream matches that they've been putting together, the talent that they've been bringing in, the talent that they've been building up, is just phenomenal. MLW is firing on all cylinders. I honestly want to say, and I think you'll agree with me, since Never Say Never, this feels like a completely different company. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's more. The, there's been a, a lot of changes to the roster. They brought in a lot of more recognizable names. They brought in a lot of young talent. There's a lot of buzz around MLW right now. People are talking. We were at a show yesterday, and and I was doing my usual talking up MLW in the, in the crowd and the line, and and uh, there people are watching it. People were talking to me about MLW. I was like, this is great. Like people are following it. Uh, it, it it's on the rise right now, and it's great to see. It does feel like a different company, George. Absolutely, and the reason one of the reasons why it is a different company is because this is not an MLW event. No, no, this is an MLW slash. And the slash is very much against Court Bauer's will. I know that much. Slash WTF. That is the World Titan Federation run by the always impeccably dressed Saint Laurent. Yeah. There. I was nice. I was polite about it. That's the only compliment he's going to get. The only compliment. Why? He's the most comfortable man in pro wrestling. Was How can you not be envious of that? <laughs> like the only... The only thing he could do to make himself more comfortable would be to wear a onesie. And I believe there's somebody in, in another place that already does the onesie thing. So yeah, the onesie thing is kind of monopolized. You can't, you don't want to have a, you don't want to have just everybody wearing onesies. Cause then it's like, people aren't trying. Yeah, I know. And the onesie doesn't go well with the chain. You, you got to have the open jacket with the chest. What if, what if just go with me on this? What if he had a velour track suit made into a onesie? Would that it work? If it was a velour tracksuit onesie, would it work? I don't know. That's a good question. It'd have to be a little more on the fitted side. You don't yes. want to have it too baggy. Like most onesies are very Would it have baggy. a trap door still in the back? Well, man, like, I, okay. I I own a onesie. Old school. Like now, onesies Without no nowadays, trap door. It, yeah, it's, now, nowadays, onesies don't have it. But back in the day, onesies had trap doors. Well, it, it's a logistical issue when it comes, you know, when nature's calling, you, you don't want to take too long to answer. You don't want that going to voicemail. And uh, onesie really. How, how does that call go to voicemail? If you don't answer it, it's going to happen. It, it's a messy voice. It's like a drunk voicemail you leave at four in the morning to your uh, ex. It's a it's messy a booty, voicemail. It's literally a booty call voicemail. That's it's a saying. messy voicemail. Yeah. 
It's right. just one shot of messiness. Oh, I like that. Well played. Well played. All right, guys. One of the graphics that I was not able to secure a good quality of the graphic is that St. Laurent will be hosting the first bicentennial annual bodybuilding contest. That's right. St. Laurent will be the judge of the bicentennial annual bodybuilding contest contest here for one shot and again rob and i talked about this on the last rewind how can something be annual yet also bicentennial so every 50 years this is going to be an annual thing at least the way he explained it i'm sure this is going to be an annual thing going forward but he is judging a bodybuilding contest now i'm not sure who some of these bodybuilders are i'm assuming i'm assuming that it's probably going to be Hammerstone competing in this bodybuilding contest with some unknown bodybuilders or bodybuilders that are coming up within the bodybuilding scene. But ultimately, WTF has probably rigged this so that Hammerstone comes out on top. I mean, that's what I'm predicting. What what have you got going on for this bodybuilding contest? What are you thinking? You know, just looking at the roster, it, I, I, I don't think this is the way it's going to go, but I would throw Mr. Thomas in there. Mr. Thomas is big man. Well, do you, well, that's what I mean. Do you think it's going to be all like certain members of the roster competing in this, or do you think they're going to be bringing? Know. They're going to be bringing in like bodybuilders that are coming up in the scene and then throwing Hammerstone in because Hammerstone also, when he's not wrestling, he's a bodybuilder, so he does double dip both avenues, right? Yeah, but no, I I feel like bringing in actual bodybuilders would be too obvious. Like it would be like this is. This is Mr. Saint Laurent we're talking about. He he's not gonna say I'm gonna do a bodybuilding competition, then have like just a bodybuilding competition. Like there's gonna be a swerve here somewhere. Right. But uh, do you think the heat that Boumaye and WTF have right now, Mr. Thomas is gonna stand up on a, a ring apron or in the ring being judged by Saint Laurent, knowing that all he wants to do is punch that guy in the face? He might. It might be an opportunity to punch him in the face. You Fair never enough. know. It, it's enough. I mean, there's a few guys on the roster you could throw in there. There's some big, big dudes. Uh, none the least of all of are in the World Titan Federation. Like, look, look at who they got in there. They're all big cats. Maybe Tom, Tom Lawler's like the smallest guy there. And that's saying something because Tom Lawler is jacked. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. All right, let's go to the first match of the card. And, guys, this is the way we see the card. Doesn't mean it's the way it's going to go down, but it's the way we see the card. First match of the card, opening it up. Ricky Shane Page putting that open weight strap on the line against the fifth cousin of SGC. Like, he's in SGC, but he's also not. So, I guess I don't really know where to put it. Let's say second cousin twice removed. I think that's fair. Jimmy Lloyd. Jimmy Lloyd, Ricky Shane Page, this is what we've been building to since Lloyd made his debut at MLW, and it's happening now. But I got to pose two questions to you before I go to you for your prediction, then we'll come back to me. One, will Akira get involved in this match to screw Ricky Shane Page, or will he screw both of them so he can get a shot at Ricky Shane Page? What do you got? I think Akira gets involved, and he screws over Ricky. Uh, but okay, I don't so think... But I don't think Ricky loses the match. There you go. That's the swerve. Hmm. Kira gets involved, but he doesn't actually cause Ricky to lose the match. It just builds up the heat between the two of them now because Ricky's got even more reason to hate Akira. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and Cousin Jimmy is a fan favorite. Everybody loves watching Jimmy Lloyd. I, I don't know anybody that's like, oh, Jimmy Lloyd, fuck that guy. He sucks. Like, everybody loves watching Jimmy Lloyd. I've so, never heard anybody say Jimmy Lloyd, fuck that guy. He sucks. I just hear people say Jimmy fucking Lloyd. Exactly. Fun. He's one of those guys. He's almost like universally everybody loves Jimmy Lloyd. 
So, hey, it's going to be Ricky. It's going to be Jimmy Lloyd. I think Ricky takes the win, retains, Mm -hmm. but I think Akira gets involved, and that's going to be the next... That's going to be the next thing that's going to happen between the two of them. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I see your prediction and it's very close to my prediction, but the way I was seeing it is that Akira doesn't get involved in the match to screw anyone somehow works his way into making this a triple threat match Mm -hmm. and ends up taking the title from Ricky via the pinfall or submission. And I don't believe, I believe they're both going to cohesively work to get Jimmy Lloyd neutralized. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I see Akira in some way, shape, or form working his way into making this a triple threat, either antagonizing Ricky hours before the match, and we see it happening at the kickoff of one shot, like boom, first opening segment, this is what happened earlier today type deal, and then we got ourselves a triple threat. And if that's the case, Akira will come out on top, because I think that's the only way for the storyline to go. But I do see your prediction, and either way, I'd be happy with the outcome. Fair enough. All right, next match on the card. We got Rocky Romero. That's right. The um, crown jewel of CMML and MLW right now because he's the middleweight champion and he's also the world historic welterweight champion. And this match is for those bouts. That's right. Both bouts are on the line as he takes on Masca Dorado. Now, these two are no strangers. Dorado has beaten Ricky or sorry, Rocky. My apologies. Rocky in an MLW ring. He's also beaten Rocky in a CMML, CMLL ring. So when you're looking at this, the only Achilles heel in this match is Selena Delorente. Because if she gets involved, it changes the complexity of this match drastically. But if it's able for Rocky and Dorado to have a barn burner, which this one could potentially be the show stealer of the night, in my opinion, these two are going to go. And it's going to be something epically amazing to watch. I'm going to say, though, that as much as I believe in the underdog, I love the underdog story of Masca Dorada. I really do appreciate it. But Rocky Romero, man, this is a journeyman. This is a man who has been around the world, who has beaten almost everybody that's been put in front of him. I don't see Rocky dropping both titles to Masca Dorada. I think that if Rocky wins it cleanly, I'll have a ton of respect for him. But just knowing Selena De La Renta and how she does things, I feel like they have a plan. And unfortunately, the plan is for Rocky to still emerge victorious, but not in the most orthodox way, if you get what I'm saying. Uh, I, I concur. This is going to be a Rocky Romero win. As much as I like the underdog, and I think Mascara Dorada absolutely has a chance on an even playing field. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is not going to be an even playing field. Uh, Promociones Dorado do not play fair. And uh, this is going to be Rocky Romero retaining both titles. Absolutely. But this New York crowd, the Melrose Ballroom, December 7th, they are in for such a treat, such a card. And uh, anybody at home that's not in the New York area, I know some tickets are still available, but from what I understand, they are pretty much sold. But don't worry. The Rewind's got you. Because we got you, and Fight Plus got you. All you got to do is pay $7.99, guys. And if you're not subscribed, guess what? If you subscribe on the day, of one shot, you get one shot included in your one-week trial. Like, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. So Fight Plus, MLW, they got many plethora of a way for you guys to take this event in. Shall we move on, Rob? Or do you have any other Let's, information about this match? No, I'm 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 pretty good. I think I think this is Rocky all day. Fair enough. I agree. 
All right. Now, how about this? Again, being represented by Selena Del Rado or Selena De La Renta. Oh, my God. I can't talk today. It's horrible. Selena Del Rado, actually. That's, I like that. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so Selena De La Renta will be accompanying her newest acquisition, if you will, the featherweight champion, Janai Kai, and she will be taking on Maki Ito. If you don't know Janai Kai, Google her. If you don't know Maki Ito, Google her. And when you Google them separately, just imagine in your head, <clears throat> excuse me, what they can do <clears throat> together in a squared circle. This match will not be the faint of heart. This match will be hard striking. will be all kinds of violence. And it will be two women who love to beat the crap out of their opponents in their ring, smiling as they beat the crap out of each other. And that's yeah. the way this one's going to go. And it's all going to be about who wants it more. And honestly and truly, I love Maki Ito. But Janai Kai, the kick demon, she's dangerous. And her arsenal is dangerous. And Selena De La Renta in her ear is even more dangerous. I'm giving this one clear victory off the hop. She's going to, Maki Ito is going to take her to the line. But Janai Kai will come out victorious in this one. Yeah, I think this will be a match with a lot of violence. It will might even have a couple spots where we end up laughing, uh, knowing Maki Ito. But it's going to be a banger. Janai Kai is looking pretty untouchable right now. I certainly don't see her uh, giving up the title easily at all, especially at this point. Uh, but it's going to be cool to see Maki Ito in an MLW ring. It, it, it's just awesome that MLW brings in these stars from all over the world. Pick mm -hmm. a continent. They're bringing people in. Uh, this is going to be a good match, but I am also... I'm going to concur. This is going to be Janai Kai retaining over the visiting Maki Ito. Now, do you think, because this isn't the first time we've seen Maki Ito in a ring, she did take on Becca a few events ago. Do you think that this, because that match was fire, do you think that this match will outdo Becca and Maki Ito? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Because Becca and Maki Ito was fucking fire. Yeah, this that's a hard call. Uh, different styles of wrestling. Janai Kai is more just I'm gonna murder you, like she is like she's intimidating, like just her aura, her the, the way she looks. But, but I I swear to you because I've conversated with her, one of the sweetest people you've ever met in your life. I I believe it, but I would not want to be in a, like she could come back from volunteering at a cancer ward and step in the ring, and I still wouldn't want to go near her. Like I would be scared. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. She's dangerous. She's dangerous as hell. And I feel like MLW is the best spot for her because we're finally getting able to see what she can do and how incredible she can be in front of those cameras. All you need is an opportunity. And that's what I love about MLW and Court Bauer anyways. And what they're doing is they're giving a lot of these indie stars that we've been paying attention to for a while big opportunities and they're getting these indie stars right before they make those jumps like i mean you look at uh what they did with billy starks it was a great program that they ran and right. billy right now is a fixture in roh about to be honest with you about to become the roh women's champion yeah 100 percent. all right let's move on to this one so sorry we're both picking janai kai on this one. Oh yeah oh yeah okay right now next match on the card how about this okay i'm gonna need you for Miyu yamashita taking Thank on you. Delmi Exo in the Princess of Princess title fight. That's right. TJPW has lent their champion, and she is putting her strap on the line against Delmi Exo. Delmi wanted this match. Since losing the featherweight championship, she has been wanting to show why she is the God Queen, 
Well, there's no better way to call yourself the God Queen. If you don't have a title, it's called the Princess. So the Princess and Princess title fight, this is going down. And this one is going to be a barn burner. And Miyu, is that did I say it right? Miyu? Miyu. Miyu Yamashita. Miyu. Well, I'm not going to say the last name. Miyu versus Delmi is going to be fire. And I'm looking forward to this one. And I'm going to let you go first to give your prediction on this one. You tell me where your head's at. And then we'll see if we're on the same landscape. I think we usually are. But it'd be nice to get your perspective. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh... Again, Miyu Yamashita coming over from Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. Uh, Delmi Exo, the God Queen. She's been away for a bit, coming back. I uh, I don't know. Well, this is a tough a one. Because uh, Janai Kai really, really surprised her and dealt her a blow big time. So Yeah. Uh, I know Delmi's been traveling, though. So, you know, this could be one of those things we see Delmi taking a win and, and heading over to Japan to defend that title. Wouldn't that uh, be something? Would that, that, that would be, be cool. Yeah. So I'm kind, I'm kind of leaning towards Delmi Exo here. I think she might actually steal a win over uh, Miyu, the visiting Miyu Yamashita. She might be heading over to Japan. Well, knowing what I know about Miyu, and aside from pronouncing your name incorrectly, which is that's why I have Rob here. Um, what I've seen is impressive. I mean, her resume speaks for herself. The contenders that she's knocked down at Tokyo Joshi have been incredible. And I, I don't I don't see her losing this belt anywhere but on her home turf. So being world traveled, defending this title over here is a huge honor. It's exciting that we get to see Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling in action for sure. But I don't see Miyu losing this title anywhere I mean, but home i really she's don't. had the she's had the title for like a long time i think her combined title reign is like she's got I, like over a thousand days yeah i was gonna say like when I, last time i checked i believe it was 1067 and again that was just me tightening up my research this morning and that was an old wikipedia article so we could be in the 1100 days by now for sure we could be yeah she's been champion for a long time so i mean she's dominant but she's never faced former featherweight champ delmi exo so we don't know how this could go. It, it might be a shock. We never know. And what if, what if there's another turn and somebody gets involved? Like what if, what if I heard that Becca is literally days away from wrapping up her album, finally getting it completed hundred percent to her perfectionist liking. What if Becca shows up out of nowhere and like swerves everybody? I would be very much down for that. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think the MLW universe could handle Becca's champion. There'd be too much jealousy. There's only one person in the world who wants Becca's champion, and you guys are looking at him. And that's Rob, not me. That's uh, Rob. There's tons of people who want Becca to be champion. Absolutely. No, you're right. You're 100% right. I apologize. I, I My my comments were ill-timed, and I'm sorry for that. That's You should be sorry. I'm being sarcastic. Well, your comments were ill-timed, inappropriate. Inappropriate. Slanderous. What did I say that was inappropriate? Defamation of character. Oh my god! Now you're just throwing out all kinds of randomness. I didn't slander or defam defamation of character anyone. There was I didn't slander or defamate anyone. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't slander or defamate a fucking thing. Okay, come on, bro. All right, next match on the card. How about this? So, say it for me, please. Satoshi Kojima. <laughs> Satoshi the Kojima. Thank the you. King of Bread. Filthy Tom Lawler. Wow. This is to find out who is 
the greatest MLW champion of all time because both these men had incredible run. Satoshi being our first champion, Tom Lawler being our third champion. And I mean, if you look at the list, third champion out of only six. Okay, six champions in the whole company. You had Satoshi, you had Swerve, you had Lawler, you had Fatou, you had Hammerstone, and you had Kane. Those are your champs. Wait, wasn't Mike Awesome champion? I don't believe so, unless I'm wrong. Huh, I could be. I could be wrong. Well, while you fact, right. while while you fact check that, let me get into this. So Satoshi Kojima, everything I know about him. Again, and I know a lot about these wrestlers. I don't want people to think I'm just somebody who phones this stuff in. I really do know, and I do pay attention. I do watch. I can't pronounce their names just because I can't pronounce their names. But Satoshi Kojima is a legend. He's an OG. We were able to be honored enough to see him at Forbidden Door in Toronto this past summer. And he did not disappoint. And, uh, you know, I mean, the leader of the Bread Club, he knows what he's doing in that ring. And Tom Lawler just wants bragging rights. Tom Lawler wants to be able to say he knocked out the first champion of MLW. And that is a feather in your cap for anyone, not just Tom Lawler, anyone. But... Do I think Tom Lawler has what it takes to knock off Kojima? I do. Cleanly? Yes, I do. But do I think he's going to do every way he can to try to make this one a filthy win? 150%, especially if St. Laurent accompanies him to the ring, which it looks like it most likely might happen that way. So, uh, I don't know. This one is really hard to call. My heart wants Satoshi to win, but my head thinks it's going to be Tom Lawler, but not clean. Tom Lawler, but not clean. And if that's the case, Tom Lawler has nothing to brag about because he didn't take Kojima to the limit. The only way Tom Lawler can have bragging rates for me is if St. Laurent accompanies him out there and he stops St. Laurent and says, go to the back, dude, I got this. If that goes down, my respect level for Tom Lawler will continue to rise because I love Tom Lawler. I appreciate Tom Lawler. Heal Tom Lawler, face Tom Lawler, clean Tom Lawler, filthy Tom Lawler. It don't matter. Tom Lawler is a talent. To quote Danny Limelight, Pro wrestling does not deserve Tom Lawler. And that's that's factual in my opinion. But that's the way I see this going. My heart does say Kojima. My head says Tom Lawler. But again, not yeah. cleanly. What do you got? Tom's, Tom Lawler's going to lose. Okay. Cleanly? He's going to lose cleanly? Yep. K Kojima's just going to win. Just to win. Might be some bread involved. Who knows? But so you're not going to go. You're not going to. There, but it's no gonna be, swerve, no. It's going to be a clean win. I think it's just, just they're going to wrestle and Kojima's going to win. That's as simple as that. I, if if this was me, if I was the guy mm -hmm. behind the scenes, yeah, that's how I would book this one. Just let these guys go out and wrestle. That's all. They don't need anything else. No, this match needs nothing else. Just let these guys go wrestle for 15, 20 minutes. Done. I like that. I like that. I, I, I think you're 100% right. I mean, um, I don't see it either way, I think works. Uh, but yeah, you think it's going to be just a straight up fight and Kojima comes out victorious. I, I, I think so. You know, we see a lot of a lot of uh, weird finishes in MLW, sneaky attacks, interference. I think this is this is when they're just going to go. Sometimes less is more. Simplicity is best. Don't overcomplicate things. Mm -hmm. These two guys know what they're doing and they know each other. Let them go out and do their thing. That's you know what, just my opinion. You know what? You're absolutely right. And they did that perfectly at Fightland because they let Fatu and Kane go out there and do their thing for 48 minutes. And it was, again, in my opinion, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. If you haven't watched that match, you really don't have an opinion. But that was a match of the year candidate. Match of the year candidate. Uh, 
banger of a match. Banger. Like those guys should be proud of themselves. Hundred percent. And MLW too for putting that one on. That was a great match. Great, great match. Yeah, all around. All right, cool. And now on to I believe our main event of the evening. Yes, it is. It's the reigning, defending world heavyweight champion Alex Kane going one on one with the crown jewel of WTF, Matt Cardona. Now you notice the graphic says Kane Orfa two versus Cardona. Cardona. This was the graphic that was coming out before Fightland. And this was the, again, best graphic I could find because for some reason, there's not enough wrestling websites out there that are promoting MLW. And it's hard to find these match cards. So when we do find the pitchers, it is what it is. But Alex Kane is going to take on Matt Cardona. He's going to finally get his hands on that overtanned hoe. That's what he's going to do. Melanin deficient. Melanin deficient. That's right. Honestly and truly. If this match is going to be clean and we're not going to see an interference of a Steph DeLander, we're not going to see an interference of a Tom Lawler, we're not going to see an interference of a St. Laurent, a Josh Bishop, an Alex Hammerstone, if we're not going to see anyone from WTF come out and help, and Boumaye doesn't have to call in their soldiers to be back up as well, this match could arguably go down and top, top the match at Fightland. But... If the, and I'm making a bold statement. I see your face. I'm making a bold statement. But if I know St. Laurent, Cardona, and everybody over at WTF as well as I do, this will be Matt Cardona trying to do the least amount of work as possible and allowing everyone else at WTF to get their work in, to get their spots in, so he can just wave the title. I love Matt Cardona. He's a skilled wrestler when he wants to be. But let's be honest. Cardona, at least in MLW, the character vibe that we're getting, is a man that's just about the money. He's there to make money. He's not there to make friends, except the friends that he's made, to quote CM Punk. But he is there to make money, and he wants to embarrass Alex Kane. He wants to make Alex Kane's title run look like a child winning a video game. That's what he wants to do, because he's a professional wrestler. Alex Kane is just a thug. Yada, yada, yada. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. All I know is this. We know Alex Kane very well. We consider Alex Kane one of our friends, and we hope that he considers us the same because we've had a few conversations with the man. And he's given he's given MLW Rewind so much time. Honestly and truly, everyone, everyone at WTF has to get involved in this match for Cardona to win. Other than that, Kane wins cleanly. They, they can There's get no involved. way Kane is losing this title in 2023. But the Bumaye fight, like WTF has its members. The Bumaye Fight Club has its members and its like entourage. If you want to go on the numbers game, Bumaye Fight Club has WTF beat. I oh, think if they're gonna, oh fucking yeah, you get involved. You want you want to bring turn this into a group situation. Uh, you're on the losing end. So I, I I think Mr. Saint Laurent, as intelligent as he is, knows he has to be very careful in this kind of situation. If he's gonna get involved, and I'll, I'll tell you. Alex Kane is at the top. Matt Cardona, tremendous talent. I agree with you. Underrated, in my opinion. Uh, but Alex Kane is at the top of his game right now. You cannot knock this man off his perch. He is solidified. He is on a perch that extends 40 feet into the ground. That perch is solid and sturdy. He ain't swaying. He ain't moving. You are not going to take the belt off Alex Kane anytime soon. He is too good right now. He's taken on all comers. He's got confidence. 
Uh, there's no way, in my opinion, that Cardona wins this match. No chance. I like it. I think that I think that both of us have the right mindset, and you're absolutely right. I didn't want to bring the numbers game into it, but you're right. Boumaier's soldiers and entourage outweigh them. And let's not forget how the final fusion ended before this week's event. Boumaier standing tall in the ring and WTF running on their heels. So if that's not momentum, I don't know what is. But all I know is that one shot is going to be stacked. And I'm looking so forward to taking this card in with my brother-in-arms, Uncle Bobby B. So we will be watching the whole event. We will be recording right after, and we will be releasing it right after. We'll be dog-ass tired on Friday, but that's okay because the next day is Friday, so we can make it through. If Thursday runs late, it's all good. Yeah, and uh, we're pretty much at the conclusion here, but I wanted to bring something up since MLW did post on their Instagram account yesterday. Uh, what major free agents would you like to see in MLW? Now, I know they said major free agents. They're talking about the big names. Uh, but I did scroll through the comments. I saw a lot of great recommendations in there. At least I, I got some new wrestlers to, to look at and follow based on some of those comments. Uh, shout out to a wrestler named Gabriel Kai, uh, who suggested Jordan Blade because he said Jordan Blade and Janai Kai would tear it up in there. They sure would. We know Alex Kane's been pushing that. Jordan Blade would be such a great fit in MLW and the Bumaye Fight Club. So I'd uh, I'd really like to uh, to see that happen. And I also recommended a, a couple of Ontario natives myself. Of course, your best friend, Gabriel Fuerza, who is ready for television. He's wrestled in Europe, the States. He is so good. He would be such a great fit in MLW. Uh, I would love, love to see them take a look at him, as well as Pretty Ricky Wildey, who on the microphone would be... There's nobody better. There's, I, I'm, I'm telling you guys, like, just take a look at him and his work. You put this guy behind a microphone. He has absolute money. The stuff he would do, even just put him with Joe and 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 uh, Matt. I, I'm telling you, you will not regret it. Uh, so, George, did you have anybody uh, you wanted to throw in the running there? Uh, well, yeah, my best friend, Gabriel Flares. I always throw Gabriel Flares in the running all the time. I mean, the newest pictures of him actually pondering what to get me for Christmas are online. You can look at those awesome photos that we took together. Um, and uh, as well, you know what? There is one other name that I really feel MLW should pay attention to. Uh, and that's a young man out of BC known as Judas Icarus. Oh, yes. This kid can go. This kid is TV ready. Uh, he has done some amazing work stateside as well as BC, as well as Ontario. Judas Icarus is one of the most humblest and nicest people I've ever met in this business. And the kid can go. If you don't believe me, go to the Destiny World Wrestling YouTube page and watch the barn burning he had last night with another name I want to drop, Von Vertigo, the V guy. He is also TV ready. All three of those guys, or one of those three guys, would be an amazing addition to that stacked middleweight division. I'm picturing in my head right now, could you imagine Von Vertigo and Nola Katano? tearing it up could you imagine von vertigo and ichiban could you imagine gabriel fuerza and ichiban could you imagine judas icarus and even if they brought back myron reed for one night only could you imagine the matches that these people would have i mean we saw a few months back i saw gabriel fuerza take on rocky romero and beat rocky romero he made rocky tap center of the ring that's your current MLW middleweight champion. Just just want to point that out. So Fuerza is ready. If you've not looked at this man, whether you're listening from MLW or you're, you're a fan like us, go check out El Diablo, Gabriel Fuerza. He is absolute money. You'll not regret it. 
Where's the lives everywhere on all social media platforms. So check him out. Von Vertigo is Von Vertigo and Judas Icarus is ICK Judas on Instagram, which I believe is where he is the most active. But guys, that's it. That's it for this one. One shot review show or shouldn't say review show. Fuck my God. Prediction show. There you go. George can talk today. Sorry, guys. It was a late night last night. Uh, back-to-back shows this weekend doing commentary. My voice is a little hoarse, but your boy killed it. And uh, I got a lot of positivity and love from that. So I want to thank everyone who uh, gave me the compliments and the kind words and uh, the fact and, that And I... yes, congratulations, buddy. You are the new uh, the new color commentator for Destiny Wrestling. So congrats on that. I'm happy thank to you. see you doing thank that. Thank you, homie. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, a couple of shows, giving it a try. And uh, finally kind of got the green light and said, you know what, kid, you're ready. Here's the ball. Don't fucking drop it. Because if you do, we'll fucking kill you. So fair enough. Pretty much. I understand it. Uh, but yes, uh, if you want to check out me and my cohort there, Kevin Calavari, uh, you can check Kevin out. Kevin the we'll, intern. Yeah, well, yeah, but Kevin Caligari is okay. Anyways, Kevin the intern and I rocked it out last night, Dest- Destiny Wrestling. You can catch the replay on YouTube. It's available now. They ran a live stream. It was epic. What a show. Some matches I got to call it were dream matches to even watch. It was incredible. So, uh, guys, but that's it for this one. Peace, love, and wrestling. And don't forget, if you're checking us out on SMNE, we thank you. If you're checking us out on YouTube, we thank you. Hit that subscribe button. We are at 809. We would love to get to 815 by the end of this year, 820, whatever we can get subscriber-wise as we hit the road to 1,000. And, of course, if you're listening anywhere else where you get your ear candy, I'll be thank you for listening to our sweet yet salty voices here on the MLW One Shot Prediction Show. I am your host, your boy, George McKay, and this is... Uncle Bobby B, baby. Peace, love, and wrestling, guys. Don't forget, you'll hear from us on Thursday. One shot fallout right after one shot. Peace out. Adios.